Said G Podcast Show. And this show is sponsored by Said G Equity Investments. Before we go any further, please click the subscribe, follow, or favorite button. It depends on which format you are listening to this podcast, but this is how you get notifications for the latest episode. It's the Said G Podcast Show. Hood, social politics. Factual facts. The hood meets society. Kicking social matters. It's the Said G Podcast Show. said g podcast show salute to national capital territory of delhi india thank you for checking out the show hope you guys like my last episode liberals versus conservative war of 2020 interesting episode if you haven't heard it you guys can always go back and check it out today's episode and you know what this was a topic that was constantly mentioned during joe biden's presidential campaign and they call it the 1994 crime bill or violent crime control and law enforcement act it's been a big topic let's talk about it it's the said g podcast show don't forget to hit the subscribe button share this episode tell a friend This is a public service announcement. Mental health is a serious issue. I've dealt with depression and I can tell you that it's no joke. You feel low, low self-esteem, bad eating, bad sleeping, and sometimes feeling suicidal. It feels like there is nothing else in the tank of life. If you feel like this, seek help today. We must break the stigma confusing this with mental health retardation there are many organizations out there that can help seek one today join said g investments membership on wix.com that's wix.com Said G Investments is a blog about the latest trends in the stock market. Also, members can try some of the challenges that are on the site. Challenges like the 21-day meditation or sugar diets. Click the link in the description. Once on the site, click the sign up button, enter your email, and bam, you there. Said G Investments membership, a blog about the latest trends in the stock market on Wix.com. That's W-I-X.com.
to the Said G Podcast Show. Do me a favor, family, and hit that subscribe button. This is how you get notifications whenever I drop an episode. I gotta send a mad shout out to my sister, Waltrice Garf Horton. She's gonna be popping sooner or later. Everybody loves to hear her speak, and she's a well respected person. And she support this show to the fullest. And I want to thank you. And I want to say I love you, sister. 1994 crime bill. Mass incarceration. This was a topic and a question that was constantly asked to Biden during his presidential candidacy. It's one of those things that sort of follow him around as it relates to African Americans or the black community. Now, this bill has had an everlasting effect on our community because we had so many people went to jail under this bill. To this day, I still have people locked up in prison because of this bill. And I decided, you know what, you know, I'm going to do an episode on this to look deeper into this 1994 crime bill. Yes, people constantly ask Biden this question. He claimed he's going to put some type of reform or bring something to Congress to do something about this, but he never mentioned actually turning over this actual bill. So I listen, listen real closely. And because he had something to do with this, this bill right here, I, I didn't vote for him. I just don't trust Biden. I don't trust the Democratic Party. I think they, they're a big reason why we're in the condition that we're in as a community. I really do. Uh, I've stated this on other shows that I consider myself independent. And I'm not a politician. You know, I'm not about, you know, being involved in politics and that type of thing. But I do cover social politics on this this show right here, this podcast. You know, I cover street politics. You know, I cover mental health. You know, I really stress that. But... You know, always, and I got to send a salute to all the people out there that's putting out get good information uh, to our community, you know, just doing their part, sitting at the round table, just trying to make us have a better community. You know, uh, a lot of these guys are very intelligent. They put out good information. Uh, you can see a lot of this stuff on YouTube, uh, the Internet, um, uh, a bunch of different type of social media platforms. Uh, and we always encourage people to go look up the information. Go look it up for yourself. Don't take our word for it. Don't take my word for it. You go look up the information. Uh, but anyway, uh, 1994 crime bill. And this is the actual legal name for this bill. It's called the Violent Crime Control and Law Enforcement Act. Uh, let's read a little bit into it. The, the Violent Crime Control and Law Enforcement Act of 1994 commonly referred to as the 1994 crime bill, the Clinton crime bill, or the Biden crime law, is an act of Congress dealing with crime and law enforcement. It became law in 1994. It is the largest crime bill in the history of the United States. Did y'all hear that? This is the largest crime bill in the history of the United States. Unbelievable. It consisted of 356 pages provided for 100,000 new peace officers, 9.7 billion in funding for prisons, and 6.1 billion 
billion in funding for prevention programs, which were designed with significant input from experienced police officers. And, and you know, as I read into this, you guys can see uh, some of the money they actually put into this bill. You see a lot of it was put into funding prisons and that prevention program, that's preventing you from being a better person. They're not talking about preventing you from going to jail. Uh, this is not uh, reforming people with this program right here. This prevention program, uh, you have to really look into that. That, that, that is not designed to, to prevent you from going to prison. It's, it's designed to prevent you become a better person. It's actually make you be a worse person. Uh, let's continue on. Which were designed with significant input from experienced police officers sponsored by U.S. Representative Jack Brooks of Texas. Now I'm going to stop right there because that's a, a, a very important note right there. Sponsored by U.S. Representative Jack Brooks of Texas. I want to remind everyone that that is a Democrat out of Texas who actually sponsored this particular bill. So you see the origination where the, the initial idea is coming from for this bill. The bill was passed by Congress and signed into law by President Bill Clinton. Then Senator... Joe Biden of Delaware drafted the Senate version of the, legis the legislation in cooperation with the National Association of Police Organizations, also incorporating the Violence Against Women Act with Senator Orrin Hatch. So we see that jo Joe Biden basically drafted this bill. He wrote most of this bill uh, with some assistance from these, or, this organization, National Association of Police Organizations. Uh, that's interesting. And just be, uh, just for some of you guys don't know how bills are passed or how things come into law or how the government works when it comes to laws and legislation, first and foremost is introduced in the House. Now, this is what they call Congress. Congress is made of the House of Representatives and you have the Senate. That's Congress. So you have to know some of these things. They don't exactly break this stuff down when you're looking at it on TV. They're showing it every day. I mean, they say it sometimes, but you have to really listen to them. But that's basically what Congress is. So when they create these laws, these laws are usually created in the House of Representatives. But within that, they have something that's called the House of Judiciary. Judiciary. That's another important element because when they create these laws, they had to go to the House Judiciary people to put it in consideration to be brought on the floor to the Senate. That's basically how it works. So uh, if these people don't like it, <clears throat> it won't make it to the Senate. So first and foremost, they had to pass the House before we make it to the Senate. So that's how it basically worked. It was introduced in the House. Uh, this was on October the 26th by a Democrat from Texas 1993. The committee considered by House Judiciary passed the House on November the 3rd, 1993 and passed the Senate on November 19th, 1993. Uh, like they said, they had no problem with actually pushing this bill through. This was the Democrat and the Republicans. They, they were heavily voted on this. Uh, reported by the Joint Conference Committee on August 10th and 21st, 1994 agreed to by the House on August 21st, 1994, and the Senate on August 25th, 
1994, signed into law by President Bill Clinton on September 13, 1994. So essentially, it uh, took almost a year to get this bill through. Uh, that's basically how everything went down as far as getting that bill created. Uh, Joe Biden, he was the head of the committee uh, writing this bill. So he had a heavy influence on his 356 pages they put into this bill. And there's a bunch of stuff that goes into this bill. I'm not going to go through all every single thing that's actually going into this bill. But uh, you guys can go back and look look it up on uh, the internet somewhere. But here goes something else that was actually interesting. And I'll say this in my last episode uh, with the liberals and the conservatives. You know, these people be running for these offices. They be catching these, these uh, catchphrases or some type of event or something that may be popular at the time and they take those things and they run and they use it in their campaigns and sometimes they can shift how this country is thinking at that moment you know it's just like the stock market like the pope the, the president can um shift how the stock market works you know just from their ideologies you know uh, but this is one of those things right here with bill clinton uh Let's read a little bit. During the 1992 presidential campaign, Bill Clinton sought to reposition the Democratic Party, which had previously been attacked as soft on crime, as an advocate for getting get tough policing strategies, as well as investing in community policing. Federal funding for additional police and community policing were both priorities of the Democratic Leadership Council, of which Clinton was a member in an announcement that the New York Times described as a page from the Republican playbook, Clinton said on July 23rd, 1992. You know, so if you if you notice, they're constantly funding the police and all these 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 um, people that's ready to attack people with this crime thing, but they're not putting no money into the communities at all where all this crime is being produced. You already know, whether, wherever the poor neighborhoods and uh, ghetto neighborhoods that's mostly where all the crime gonna come from you know uh, poverty brings desperation that's a fact you know uh, the 135 member National Association of Police Officers endorsed Clinton for president in August 1992 Senator Joe Biden drafted the Senate version of the legislation in cooperation with the National Association of Police Officer President Tom Scotto so you can see that um, since he's endorsing this and this being one of his catch things to his to his candidacy running for the president, these people, and that's 135,000 people, that's a bunch of people endorsing you, you know. Um, and that could have swung that race when he got into office. So the ultimate thing is you got to go through the House of Representatives, you got to go to the Senate, and the president had to ultimately sign the bill. So that's how it came into effect. And um, one of the interesting things about it is that um, this bill came into law in 1994. If you look at, if you listen to some of my episodes, I always say the urban community, uh, in, in terms of crack and all that, uh, I say between 1984 and 93, that's when it was the most tumultuous. Now, by the time they come with this bill, which is in 1994, people are already jacked up. People are already jacked up on these drugs and 
all that type of stuff. And a lot of these crimes that was happening during that, that time, uh, during the 80s, uh, it's because of this drug. It's, it, it, it's because they flooded our communities with these drugs. You know, by, so by the time 1994, um, uh, things are tumultuous in, in, in the hood, in the urban communities. And that's one of the, the controversial things about this bill. Which area were you looking at when you drafted this bill? And if you do the research on it, you'll see they was looking at other areas to make them create this bill. Like they had a shootout uh, where a bunch of people got shot and killed in California. You had the Waco thing. Uh, but when they drafted the bill, they didn't point it into those communities. They sort of pointed all this stuff into the black community. Uh, that's a fact. When I come back on the second segment, uh, I'm gonna talk a little bit more about that. You know, because by the time 1994 came in, the actual factual of uh, they were already doing mass incarceration before they actually even drafted this bill. You know, they were already locking people up um, for all this other stuff. Uh, other bills um, people had passed. This is a fact. This is a fact. So when I come back, we're going to look at uh, the disproportionate um, part of this crime bill. It's the Said G Podcast Show. Share this episode. Twitter at Mr. 911. It's M I S T A 911. Facebook at Said G Podcast Show. Instagram at Said G Pod. And subscribe to my YouTube page at Said G Podcast. You can see the latest pics, trailers, and financial information. to Memphis, Tennessee, and Orange, New Jersey. I want to thank you guys for listening to this show. You guys rock. Appreciate you. One love, family. You can search for Said G Investments. This is where I make blogs about the stock market. You know, just trying to show people how to get involved in the stock market. I also do workshops, so you can leave me an email or just join my membership and just enjoy the blogs that I post every day. 1994, Crime Bill, Mass Incarceration. You know, in that last segment, you know, I covered mostly the crime bill, but in this segment, I want to cover the mass incarceration portion of it. Uh, when Bill, uh, when Clinton put this into law, and he claimed that this was the lowest rate on all these crimes 
in 25 or 30 years, which was true. But at the same time, the prisons exploded under Bill Clinton. No more people, it's been more people locked up under Bill Clinton than any other president in the history of the United States of America. So we had the price to pay to get those numbers down. But when you really look at it, it gets real disproportionate when you actually look at what's going on. It's hard to like compare these these ethnic groups with like white because white have so many people. So when they get locked up, uh, you can't really look, compare it to like African-Americans or Latinos or Hispanics uh, when it comes to the prison system. Uh, that's just a fact. But that was just some of the things he was bragging about um, uh, in terms of the numbers when he put that in, in, in law, you know. And uh, his wife, uh, Hillary Clinton, she had she had some bad things to uh, say about uh, black people back at that time, calling people predators, super predators on top of that. You know, but for some reason, y'all keep endorsing them. Y'all keep endorsing them. It was a Democrat that, that, created, that drafted this this uh this bill um and i just think um those people just they not with us like that so but y'all keep supporting them y'all keep supporting they do all this stuff to uh us and y'all constantly support them you know um but the question is did it did it be did it cause mass incarceration you know and I just want to let everybody know it was black people that helped them draft this bill too as well. And I think John Lewis had had a hand in this. You know, they, they claiming that they asked for certain provisions in this bill, but it, it didn't get put in there. I don't know. That remains to see. At, at the end of the day, y'all still didn't, uh, uh, they didn't pay no attention to y'all, but y'all still endorsed them. Just read a little bit. But a recent New York Times op-ed calls this a selective hearing of what African-American leaders were asking for and points out that members of the Congressional Black Caucus, caucus asked for provisions in the bill that were left out. Policymakers pointed to black support for greater punishment and surveillance without recognizing accompanying demands to redirect power and economic resources to low-income minority communities. That's what I was just talking about. They they threw all this money into the police force and all these other uh, programs to prevent you from getting better, you know, instead of putting it into these low-income areas, you know. Um, historians point out that there had already been decades worth of punitive crime control laws that ramped up the rate of incarceration in the U.S., including the Ronald Reagan Anti-Drug Abuse Acts, which established mandatory minimum sentences for drug possessions, or Lyndon Johnson's Safe Streets Act of 1968, which increased the flow of federal money to local and state police. Many pieces of the punitive crime legislation predated the 1994 bill on the federal, state, and local levels. The prison population had tripled in two decades that preceded the act. See, it was already a bunch of laws and everything like that to um, the, the increase the population in these prisons. Uh, especially, like I said, like the Ronald Reagan law. You know, they was big on their they war against drug, uh, drugs. They the one gave the um, cocaine to popularize the name, the term crack. 
that came from the Reagans with that, you know. And I'm sure he probably got it from um, somebody in law enforcement or something. He just started saying it on TV. Uh, you know, they had to give it a name. So, uh, and they, they good at giving stuff names. That, that was, that's the thing about the federal government. They quit to label something. When they start labeling things, <laughs> that's when it get ugly with them, you know. You can't trust them after that point. Uh, but you had people that looked into these type of things uh, over time, and they, they try to find these discrepancies in these type of bills. You know, but here goes some of the key findings that they found uh, in terms of what's being disproportionate. African Americans are incarcerated in state prisons at a rate that is 5.1 times the imprisonment of whites. In five states, Iowa, Minnesota, New Jersey, Vermont, and Wisconsin, this, the disparity is more than 10 to 1. In 12 states, more than half of the prison population is black. Alabama, Delaware, Georgia, Illinois, Louisiana, Maryland, Michigan, Mississippi, New Jersey, North Carolina, South Carolina, and Virginia, Maryland, whose prison population is 72% African American, tops the nation. Incredible. That's in Maryland. I mean, like, what's going on up in there in Maryland? Uh, Maryland. I guess that's Balt. That's where Baltimore at. Of course, they say it's hard up there. In 11 states, at least one in 20 adult black males is in prison. In Oklahoma, the state with the highest overall black incarceration rate, one in 15 black males, 18 ages 18 and older, is in prison. That's incredible. State exhibit. Substantial variation in the range of racial disparity from black-white ratio 12 to 1 in New Jersey to 2 for 1 in Hawaii. Latinos are in prison at a rate that is 1.4 times the rate of whites. Hispanic white ethnic disparities are particularly high in states such as Massachusetts, Connecticut, Pennsylvania, and New York. And like I say, you guys go look up these numbers. Uh, we can see uh, that it is disproportionate, you know. So when you look at these bills and they, and, and the overall thing, they say this doesn't, it didn't um, create mass incarceration. It did that with uh, with the black community. So if you look at the overall numbers, if you're including whites and and all these ethnic groups and all that, no, it's not going to look like. It created mass incarceration, but the numbers show that it did create mass incarceration uh, under Bill Clinton, just under those eight years. But in terms of our community, they've been doing that. They've been doing that. It's been it's leading up to that. And actually, it was leveling off when they brought this bill in, you know. And like I said, by 1994, people already messed up on all, all the crack and all this stuff that's going on in the community. Yes. The murder rate went up when all this stuff came around. That is a fact. And you see they put all the funding into the, these organizations that help come attack you without putting money in these, these communities to make them better so you can have less crime. You know, And you know the prison system, that's an industry right now. You have people that invest in prison. It's actually on the stock market. You know, I looked it up myself. And I, I, I you know what? I can't invest in something like that. You know, I actually looked it up just to see was it true? Was it on the stock market? Yes, it is on the stock market. You do have prisons that's on the stock market. So people, the general population can actually in, invest in the prison. 
know, you had big corporate people that invest in prisons. Um, the guy Tom Gores, he owned um, a phone service. He owned a company that, uh, that had a phone service in the prison system. I think this was in California. You know, you know, he owns an equity group. Uh, he's a billionaire, and I'm sure he made a lot of money off prison calls. You know, back, I don't know how they do it now, but back in the day, you know, you had to make collect calls if you call them from prison. And the thing is, when they created this bill, then you had this mandatory um, minimum sentence law with Ronald Reagan. So if you get caught with these drugs, you know, you got a guaranteed minimum uh, prison sentence you got to do, you know. So I know people that got locked up under both of these laws and, and they still in prison right now. These are nonviolent people, but they're doing, sitting, doing all this time in prison with murderers and rapists and you know that type of thing they all mixed in general population there's a person that's non-violent but got caught with a little drugs and he got to do 15 years that is crazy you know and they did a lot of these um these black caucuses and african-americans they were pushing for this bill too they were pushing the police they were pushing um the police in LA, they were pushing the police in New York to do something about this crime, do something about this crack, and they came put the hammer down. Then y'all start crying about it. They start locking your people up. Now you start crying about it when y'all help these people push the ideology. You know, and they not even naming um, the crack uh -huh. and what, what's going on in our community. Uh, far as uh, in terms of originating this bill this bill was originating the idea from mass shootings that that wasn't related to african americans or the latinos or the hispanics you know it's just what it is uh, i have more great episodes coming up y'all gotta check out my episode gold diggers sack chasing that's coming soon and i got another episode uh -huh. I got another episode called uh -huh. The Infatuated Minds of Men. That's coming up. And what else I got coming up? I got another episode called The Trap is a Trap. You know, uh, that's going to be interesting. It's on the coattails of the Jeezy and Gucci Mane uh, battle on the verses. Uh, it, it was uh, trending big. It was one of the most watched verses ever. It was one of the most watched show for that evening so i'm gonna talk a little bit about the trap and talk about how the trap is a trap this is the sage podcast show share this episode subscribe click the like button i want to thank everyone that has made contributions to my media studio fundraiser this is a marathon this will be a dream come true if you would like to make a contribution, just click the support link or you can cash out. You will receive rewards for your contributions.